These are not the tales of heroes. These are tales of reavers and cut purses, of heathen slayers and tight-lipped warlocks guarding long-dead secrets. These are tales of gold and glory, won with sorcery and sword, where a moment's hesitation is all that separates the victorious from the dead. These are tales from the fallen empire, an age when chaos seethed in the shadows and dragons began to stir in their ages-long sleep. These are tales of high adventure. These are Mighty Deeds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mighty Deeds, a podcast of high adventure. My name is Glenn. I am your judge, and this is the second half of our character funnel through the classic adventure Ravenloft. Joining me around the table today are... Jason. Michael. Pisces, Rising Cancer. Carl. Luke. All right. And our group of villagers have um, decided they're going to head up to Castle Ravenloft and try to free the land of Barovia from the curse that is Strahd von Zarovich. And they got some information from Madam Eva last time. And now uh, they are proceeding. So I, got, I want you guys to, to create a marching order of sorts as if you guys were going this way. Through the forest. I'll be like second to first. <laughs> okay. Oh, you don't have a bunch of in the front. I don't like this. <laughs> Perfect. And of course, the attack comes from the back. No! Um, so it's not raining right now, but there's like a cold wind blowing, and you guys are walking up this kind of steep switchback path that leads from the, the bottom of, of Lookout Mountain up to the top mm-hmm. to try to get to the castle itself. Uh, as you guys are going up, you start to hear the howls of wolves uncomfortably close to where you guys are. What do you do? Draw weapons. Draw weapons. Okay. And you guys had some torches, right? Yes. Uh, so are the torches lit? Are you torches if we go right in the daytime? Well, is this the day or night? It is day. Do we it have torches I thought you all got torches uh, from works, yes. yes, from the from the uh, inspector Kumpft. Yes, yeah. I got it after he decided to stay behind. Yes, yes. Uh, no, he's with you. He's oh. in the front. Oh, he's he one is. Of the NPCs, yes. Right. No, no, no. He's not one of the NPCs, but but he's definitely with you. Oh, okay. okay. Oh yeah, well, Inspector Kempf. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inspector Kempf wants to get up he's there and awfully, destroy the creature. He's been awfully quiet for the rallying man behind all of this. Well, you know, he, he wasn't there for the getting equipment stage. He's 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 ready to, to roll out and move out. Oh, okay, so you guys draw your weapons as you hear the wolves? Absolutely. Pick one of your characters and roll an intelligence check. Roll a d20 and add your intelligence bonus. 13. 17. 13. 15. 15. Okay, so the thirteen, the 15 and the 17, you guys see the shapes of wolves, like, between the trees. Like, you are definitely being circled by a pack of wolves on both sides. Oh, no! I will point this out. Okay. Hasten points it out. So just as everybody is kind of starting to turn back to, back to back and get ready to, you know, defend themselves from a wolf attack, the wolves spring from the trees. Everybody roll for initiative. You guys hear these wolves circling, and right in front of you guys, the biggest wolf that any of you have ever seen, like as big as a brown bear, Mm. comes out from between these trees and rips out Inspector Klemp's throat with a single bite. Nine! His throat gets ripped out, falls to the ground, blood goes flying everywhere. Carl, what do your characters do? Uh, Arena shoots an arrow at the biggest one. Okay. She sort of moves. She's like, hey, I'm gonna walk out towards another wolf. I moved her this way. Uh, yeah. Kind of away from them. I actually put him on this base so you guys can tell me who's who. Oh, she does not hit. It is only a three. It is only a seven. Seven's a miss. What do your other characters do? Okay. Um, he, uh, and by he, I mean Algernon, attempts to club another wolf. Okay. Uh huh. It worked before. Hey. Hey. This only a dog. 20 and that 20. Are you serious? Yeah. Awesome. Roll your damage and let's get you a crit. Let's get you a crit. A D4. One. Okay. So what happens, man? Roll a D6 for your uh, crit. Oh, 
Five. Roll another d6. Solid torso strike. Inflict an additional d6 damage. One. One. Two. So a total of two two. on the wolf with the black base? Uh, Yes, the wolf with the black base. Nice. Uh, Nice crit, bro. And then... Okay, he started with three. And you did two. So he's badly hurt. So uh, Astrid comes out and tries to finish him off with her hand axe. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Three. Miss. Oh, and it's my go. Okay, I'm going to kill your halfling. 13 plus 2, okay. Is that the damage or the hit? No, that's the hit. That's the hit. Four damage. Uh, No, he's still alive. Okay. All right. This wolf comes up. Who's this? Me. All right. That's uh, Albert, the elven sage. Bites the sage for 13 plus... No, don't bite me, wolf. Is that a hit? Or 13? Yes. 13 plus 3? He takes only one point of damage. Yes. No, he's good. The dire wolf steps forward. Who's that? Oh, that's me. That's Thorley. (laughs) Yeah, 21 to hit. That's a miss. (laughs) I'm at plus 2... Five, uh, six points a day. Oh, yeah, gee, that would do He that. goes down? I mean, yeah. Okay. All right, Michael, you're up. All right. <clears throat> Nonplussed. Well, okay, I'm right, right, concerned. Right, right, right. Concerned, but not really worried. Right, right. He steps forward over the dead body of the fallen mm-hmm. uh, Thorley and thrusts forward with his sword to kill uh-huh. the beast. And he rolls a seven. To hit. Well, seven's gonna be a miss. What's your next character do? Um, Albert punches the wolf. Okay. Um, rolls. He doesn't a, have a weapon. Uh, he has a dagger, but he gets a plus one on his punches. Oh, okay. He likes to punch. He doesn't. Full wool with weapons. I got He's a bare two. knuckle boxing champ. I got these two. <laughs> right, 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 right. And he rolls a twelve. Uh, miss, miss. And then this guy turns with his long sword and says, "Oh." Wolf! This a wolf! Uh, 13. Uh, 13 hits the ordinary wolves. Yes. And that's a D8 of damage. That's the one with the white base? Yes. Four damage. He has... Uh, five damage. He only had three! Five damage. He's down! Alright, so you leap forward. What'd you have, a sword? Long sword. Yeah, you leap forward, slash, right, right across this thing's shoulder. It goes down in one hit. Uh, Luke. Okay. Abramovich is going to try and kill off the last wounded regular wolf. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You're over there. Great. He's going to attack. He has a plus three. He got a four. That's a miss. Yeah. Other two characters? Okay. Um, Did you roll a one? Yeah. No, I rolled a, I rolled a four. And oh, okay. He, that's only a seven. So, okay. Uh, I thought you meant... You don't have to count every square. Just... Okay. Can he get up there? Yes. Great. He's going to um, attack the big wolf. Uh-huh. He's at a plus one. That is a 11? Nope. Okay. And this ooh, this guy's also going to attack. He's at a plus 2. Uh, that is a 11. 11 misses. Great. Jason. Uh, I'll have my dwarf move up and attack the wounded wolf. Okay. For a 17. Hits. I assume he's It only one, has one hit so one, so yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. And then I guess uh, the other guy will march up on. No, no, no. There you go. I guess he'll attack the uh, big wolf. Okay. Since that's the only wolf left. For uh, 19. Hits. So for five. Damn. That hurts the dire wolf. Yep, I know who's dead. Faux show. Carl. Okay, so she's going to move so she doesn't hit anybody else. Right. She Mm -hmm. tries to shoot him with the bow. 12. I accidentally hit that. Do you want me to? Nope. Okay, so 12 inches of... You had your dex bonus. 13. Uh, 13's a miss. Who's that? Oh, I'm sorry. No. She is... uh, So it's 14. 14 hits. Okay. She does 1d6 damage. 6. Damn! He's still up, but I'll tell you what. He is is not a happy wolf creature. 
So he's gonna run over. Well, uh-huh. he's not gonna make it. Yeah, I don't. Th- yeah, because he can't move he's, as fast. He'll go like right here. Yeah. And then she's going to. Yeah, go ahead and count them out so you can figure out. 15, 20, 25. 30 puts her on top. And yeah, she can't really fight through there. Okay. She can't get at it through there. All right. My go. Um, Roll for it, please. Goodbye, have, have some. Who Who did all this damage to him? Um, her. He did. He did. Okay. The one that's closest. I As I said, he him? will not. Yeah. Oh, it's the brother. Yeah. Oh, it's I, oh, it's uh. It's the it's mark. It's the his mark. Yeah. Oh no, Jason, don't get his mark killed. I'm at plus six. Oh yeah. He one hundred percent. He one hundred percent. Yes, I'm gonna be the new burgermeister. I'm at plus two. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yikes. All right. So this thing just picks. Ismark up in its jaws, does the rat shake thing, and tosses him off to the side, dead in the mud. Uh, Michael, you're up. What do you do? Uh, Hefson's, to the Burgermeister! And attacks with a long sword and does four. (laughs) That's a miss. It's a miss. Yes. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 15, 15, 20, 25, 30, gets around the side. He attacks with a long sword. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that was 12. Miss. And then he throws the gnome. He throws the gnome? 15, what? 20, 25. Throws a dagger. 15. 15 hits. Two. He's still up. Uh. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. He's bleeding. He's limping. He's He's gone feral and savage. Uh, Luke, you're up. Great. Uh, okay. I'm going to attack with my dagger, plus two. Fourteen. That's a hit. Fourteen hits. You kill it. Oh, oh he took one hit point? Yep. He had one hit point left. Great. So this thing goes down and is laying there, and you guys are all standing around it like, that is the biggest wolf we've ever seen. So Irina runs over to her brother, Ismark, right? Yeah. And she's holding him, and she's looking up in the sky. No! And then who else died? I don't know. Thorley. Um, Thorley. Thorley. Yeah, Thorley died. And who? what was he? Uh, scribe, I think. The scribe? Okay. So somebody else runs over and is like, no, not, what's his name? Yes, Luke. As a butcher, can I eat the giant wolf to regain hit points? No. Okay. You could... Uh, Carve him? Yeah, I mean, you could harvest meat. Not that wolf meat is anything anybody wants to eat. I'm going to harvest that wolf meat. Okay, that's great. Cool. Right down side of, of wolf. Side of wolf. Yes, oh, right okay. down prime cuts of wolf. Prime wolf cut. Okay. Do I want to take the holy water off of uh, Ismark? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Move his body. Uh, okay. He's got really a know. long sword as well. I think only a few of us can use it. We already have it, but we'll take one. Okay. Take an extra long sword. Who's, yeah, put down extra long sword. I'll take the holy water on Irina. Does it, I, I don't have any holy water. Can I get some? There's one container with three things in it, and then who? Irina already had a container, she right? She has the holy water, yeah. Yeah, so maybe somebody else should carry the other container that has the three. I mean, we're going to pick them off the dead bodies. Anyway. doesn't yeah. really matter. Someone else could take it. I just figured Irina would have taken it as she's the one, like, holding it. Okay. But it does, she could have given it to... Whomever, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Holy water three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three uses. Got it. Got it. All right. Now what? Continue onward. You guys continue onward. Yep. Come, lady. We shall not let his death be in vain. I'm the burger. She just keeps repeating to herself. I'm the burger meister. Very <laughs> horrified voice. <laughs> She just keeps saying it. Yet that well, doesn't sound horrified at all. Guys. She just we only goes, lost like two characters, and one of them was an NPC, so it's fine. <laughs> oh my god. It's easy for you to say none of your characters died. Yeah. Burgermeister. <laughs> I love all of them so much. I don't want to be the Burgermeister. I want the Burgermeister. Oh, don't worry. You're going to die here soon enough. She's going to get killed by the vampire lord. It's fine. If you All right. Ask me the title of Burr, so I'll take it after you die. I mean, you, if you want to write it to me in your will. I have children. Okay, well. 
She does not have children. He doesn't know that. They're all bastards. Oh, yeah, his character may not know that, but just letting you know. I have the Burgermaster title. Everybody check your phones for the visual. After winding through the foggy, the forest and craggy mountain peaks, the road takes a sudden turn to the east, and the startling, awesome presence of Castle Ravenloft towers before you. You come to a, top, a stop before twin turrets of stone, broken from years of exposure. Beyond these guard towers is the precipice of a 50-foot-wide, fog-filled chasm that disappears into unknown depths. A lowered drawbridge of old, shored-up wooden beams stretches across the chasm, between you and the archway to the courtyard. The chains of the drawbridge creak in the wind, their rust-eaten iron straining under the weight. From atop the high walls, stone gargoyles stare at you out of their hollow eye sockets and grin hideously. The rotting wooden porculus, green with growth, hangs above the entry tunnel. Beyond this location, the main doors of Ravenloft stand open. A rich, warm light spills out from within, flooding the courtyard. Torches flutter sadly in sconces on both sides of the open doors. You so, know, aside from this thing that lives here that's evil, this place doesn't look half bad. <laughs> no, it's super great. Yeah, I mean, we've nice, been here I mean, a couple of times for, like, no particular just, reason. But it's got a really, really homey interior. Some minor upkeep, some, you know, some... Yeah, a little some landscaping, tapestries. It'd Looks be very, very nice. nice. It would be nice. So, the situation is the road comes up to, like, an archway. There's a, there's a gap with a drawbridge. Across the gap is the main wall, curtain wall. You, so you can see through the archway, across the drawbridge, then there's a courtyard, right? And you can see all the way to the front door of the castle itself, which is across the courtyard. And there's, those doors are wide open and there is light spilling out because there are torches lit inside the actual entryway of the castle proper. Okay. Okay. What do you guys do? I say we proceed with extreme caution. Sure. Irina is still panicking to herself. Who 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 crosses the uh, Hassan? The the drawbridge first. Hassan. Hassan. Roll a luck check. Roll a d twenty and roll your luck or less. Two. So that's okay. success. All right. So you are in the courtyard itself. Okay. Uh, thick. Did he feel? Like it was shaky, or was he? It, 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 it kind of made a little creaking sound as you were coming across. There were a couple spots uh, that it was I'll, like. Rrr. I'll call back. And be like, you know, maybe you guys should uh, be careful coming across this thing. It, it's a bit uh, old. Okay, so you're in the courtyard. You're in area K1. Thick, cold fog swirls around this courtyard. Sporadic flashes of lightning lance the weeping clouds overhead as thunder shakes the ground. Through the drizzle, you see torch flames fluttering on either side of the keep's main doors. Warm light spills out of the entrance, flooding into the courtyard. High above the entrance is a round window with shards of broken glass lodged in its iron frame. Who crosses next? Roll, roll, roll a luck check. Okay. Pass. Okay, who crosses next? Pass, okay. Okay. Uh, pass. Pass. Do you have anybody left? Uh, Werner and Albert. Pass. Mm-hmm. Pass. Oh, welcome to my domain. Okay, so you all cross the, cross the drawbridge, and, and there's a couple shots that are shot, like, from the low angle, and, like, little dust and little stuff falls as you're walking, just to make the audience nervous, but nobody actually falls through the drawbridge. But it's definitely not the sturdiest thing that you've ever crossed. So you're in the courtyard now. So there's the main entrance in front of you, yes. and then kind of the courtyard goes around to the left and the right of the castle. Uh, what do you guys do? Let's clear the courtyard first. Make sure that there's nothing of threat here. Yeah, you're going to walk around the sides of the courtyard? Yeah. Okay, so as you walk around, um, it's just like a dead grass and, you know. But the castle is connected to the curtain walls like this, right? So as you go halfway around, there are walls that go out to the curtain walls and there are doors, so do you guys want to basically circumnavigate the castle? 
before you go in the front door? Let's at least check it out. What does the layout of the castle look like? Like I'm saying, we have a obviously a structure that is the castle. Uh huh. Are there other structures to the side of it that we not can see entrances that would lead to? Not from the front, no. Okay. Like that would that would make for like I'm bad just defense. I'm reading these and trying to figure out where we we. we I we see what you're saying. Go to. So you guys get to K two. There's Two one. gates, one to the north and one to the south of the keep, provide easy access to what lies beyond. A massive wall juts out to connect the outer walls of the castle to the keep. A 20-foot-wide, 20-foot-tall archway offers passage through the connecting wall. Oh, but is blocked by a rusting iron portcullis. So actually, both of them are blocked by rusting iron portcullis. Let's all work together to lift it. Okay. I think that we would want to go towards the light inside. Well, we're going to want to do the throne, obviously, because it says there's something on the throne. There's vital knowledge or something on the throne. Totally. Does anybody work? Yeah, I'll help. Does ready. anybody work with Luke's character to yes. lift the porkless? Yes. Okay. Hassan does. He's pretty strong. Roll a strength check. Uh, 16. You pull it open. Okay. Okay, so you lift the rusty iron porkless. Hey, lady, watch this. Just kidding. I'm the Burgermeister. You come around. <laughs> uh, you come around the side. There's an empty courtyard where they probably trained uh, soldiers, trained and all this kind of stuff. Now it's just dark and dreary and deserted. You come around back to the tra- chapel garden at the back of the keep, behind towering buttresses and tall, boarded-up stained glass windows. A small garden struggles to survive. Small flowers press skyward against the gloom. A pair of large iron gates blocks the way to some kind of overlook. So there is no entrance back here. On this side of the curtain wall that looks out over the cliff, Mm -hmm. there's a gate there. And if you guys go and look through it, like there's like an overlook. There's like a platform there where you can look out from from Lookout Mountain and Barovia is, you know, a thousand feet below you and you can look out into the distance. What do you guys do? I guess we'll just go into the main castle entrance. Nothing. Are you guys going to go back to the main castle entrance? There's a... We are discussing some of the cards, actually. Right, Sorry. right. That's we fine. Think, we think um, Ten of Cups says the weapon. Seek it among the ancient lore of the castle. We're thinking this is like a library. Definitely. Um, we thought, he thought... Uh, you said that there's a garden the where they were struggling for life. Mm-hmm. You will find him at atop a dizzying height that will that all loathe to climb. He's thinking running inside of this gate that we're talking about, that you talk about. Yeah. I mean, his problem is there just a giant tower that struts out? So you guys definitely look up. um, Ravenloft has got like four different towers that rise. Obviously, there's a tallest one, and then there's a little walkway to another one, and I don't have a picture in front of me that shows the whole castle. But yeah, there's there's several spires that rise. Well, sure, and that's what I thought, but he pointed out that the dizzying height, I mean, that... That lookout, that overlook is a dizzying height, and so he uh-huh. thinking it might be there. You guys want to try to get through the gate? No, I'm not sure about that. Okay. He's supposed to be hanging out there. I don't want to go out there just yet. Oh, is that where uh, it says where you will find him? I think this one, Eight of Wands, the darkness desires a light, death seeks warmth from the living. I think this is simply a description of why he does, why he kills, yes. why he seeks blood, because it's okay. death. That's what I think. I can have yeah, I, agree with I can have Algernon try. I mean, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think we need to go towards that right now. Right now, okay. we need to find the library yes. and possibly the throne, the throne room. room. I agree. Okay. Those are the two things that we. So need. let's go so in the main we, entrance. We backtrack to the main entrance. Okay. The ornate outer door of the castle hangs open, flanked by fluttering torches in iron sconces. Twenty feet inside the castle is a second set of doors. So there's like a little entryway, right? You guys go through. Yeah. Is there anywhere where it looks darker, per se, than light? Not yet. Overhead in the vaulted foyer, four statues of dragons glare down, their eyes flickering in the torchlight. Okay, so this is just a little entryway area. You go through the second set of doors and you come into this great hall kind of situation. Cobwebs stretch between the columns that support the vaulted ceiling of this great dusty hall, dimly lit by sputtering torches in iron sconces. The torches cast odd shadows across the faces of eight stone gargoyles squatting monotonously on the rim of the dome ceiling. Cracked and faded ceiling frescoes are covered by decay. Double doors of bronze stand closed to the east. I'm sorry, 
That's directly ahead of you. So double doors of bronze stand closed directly ahead. On the left, a wide staircase climbs into darkness. On the right is a hallway contains another set of bronze doors that are open, through which you hear sad and majestic organ music playing. There's a flash of lightning, and you guys realize that someone is standing at the base of the steps watching you enter. There's a woman standing there in sort of like a formal black dress, right? And she's played by the lady who plays Professor McGonagall. What is her real name? Maggie Smith. Yeah, yeah, she's played by Dame Maggie Smith, right? And she's just standing there. She's kind of got this formal gown on and... If she's not, if she's not a dame, she needs to be. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I think she is. She says, "We kill her." She just stands there. She's just got her hands folded in front of her. She says, "Welcome to Castle Ravenloft. I am Frau Blucher. <laughs> the master is expecting you. If you will walk this way," and she crosses. <laughs> She crosses, the, like she's expecting you to follow her in where the music is coming from, where the light is spilling out from. You know, I don't remember a lot from that movie. But, but you remember, remember Frau Blucha? <laughs> Frau Blucha. It's from a movie called Young Frankenstein's <clears throat> So, So she's crossing. So this organ music is coming out from this lighted area, right? And of course it's da 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 do you follow her or not? Or what do you do? She says, come on and rock me. I will take us. No. She says, the master is expecting me. I think we should follow her. If you will walk this way. We all have to walk exactly I am Albert's doing it. I don't care if the rest of you guys don't want to do that. Albert's walking however she's walking. If she's dragging a foot, he's dragging a foot. All right. You guys walk into the guest hall. Torchlight flutters against the wall of this vaulted hall. To the east, an archway stretches for 20 feet, ending in a spiral staircase. That's, that's behind you. Next to the hallway, suit of armor, oiled and glistening, stands at attention in a shallow alcove. To the west, large double doors hang slightly open, and a steady bright light escapes from the opening. Swells of organ music come from behind the doors, spilling the melody of power and defeat into the hall. So Frau Blucher goes to those doors that are open, and she opens it up, into the dining hall. Three enormous crystal chandeliers brightly illuminate this magnificent chamber. Pillars of stone stand against the dull white marble walls supporting the ceiling. In the center of the room, a long heavy table is covered with fine white satin cloth. The table is laden with many delectable foods, roasted beasts basted in savory sauce, roots and herbs of every taste, and sweet fruits and vegetables. Places are set for each of you with fine, delicate china and silver. At each place is a crystal goblet filled with an amber liquid with a delicate, tantalizing fragrance. fragrance. At the center of the far wall, between the floor-to-ceiling mirrors, stands a massive organ. Its pipes blare out a thunderous melody that speaks in its tones of greatness and despair. Seated at the organ, facing away from you, a single caped figure pounds the keys in raptured ecstasy. The figure suddenly stops, and a deep silence falls over the hall, and it slowly turns towards you. Here's the fifth edition illustration of this moment. So he turns, and there's Strahd. We kill him. He's down here. He turns to face you guys. He's like, welcome. To Castle Ravenloft. So you'd like go running headlong down the room towards him? Uh, my dwarf? No. No, not at all. Okay. Uh, what do you do? What do you do? I hear you're a vampire. <laughs> Please come in. Enjoy this feast. He's still seated at the at the organ bench. You know that there are lots of people that come up here and come back as vampires to the village below in Barovia. <laughs> and yet, here you are. Yes, to kill the thing that turns Everyone people into vampires. And immediately shoots a crossbow bolt at him. Okay. I want to eat the fees. I, I'm just going to hit point. 
Do I just... You don't get hit points back from food. Just so you know. Should I just roll well, for... Sure, yeah, you roll for an attack. 18. Ooh. Ooh. That's like a 20. That's yeah, a 20. That's going to hit, I'm sure. And caught flat-footed. Sure, that's what the dagger Six. Is. I do six damage. Well, I see if what I happens a, first, I guess. I don't know what's going on. I would not. If a 20 that. doesn't hit, I think we should get out of here. I, think it's a I said it hit. Okay, six. I did six damage to him. Okay. So your arrow... Streaks across the. Do you do you yell murderer or anything like that? He's like or still super pissed about her brother. So yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. So your arrow streaks across the hall, and right as it hits him, he like turns to turns to smoke, mm-hmm. right, and kind of <laughs> fades like that. Mm-hmm. You hear the sound of breaking glass, and you hear his mocking laughter. <laughs> can I jump on the woman? You can as soon as I read my section of text. Okay. Okay. The moment the figure disappears, a fierce bone-chilling wind rises up and roars through the hall, putting out all open flames. The characters hear the screech of ancient hinges and the solid thud of many heavy doors slamming shut one after another into the distance. They also hear the portcullis clang shut and the tired groan of the aged drawbridge pulling up. Finally, unless the doors to this room are being held open, they also slam shut. So your character's like trying to find Frau Frau Blucha in the dark. I said your character is trying to... And I said I'm a dwarf, so I have night vision, so I see her. You can't see in the dark because you're zero level. You don't get your class features until you level up. Huh? Isn't that a race feature? That's harsh. Uh, I can you. That's why you don't... um, can I roll something? Well, let me think for a second. I have a plus three to my personality. Can I convince her to come back and turn on the lights? That'd be awesome. So, so you're like, as soon as she shot the arrow, you're like, I'm murdered Frau Blucher. Like that was the first thought in your mind? As soon as he turns into smoke, I'm trying to get her because she might be the only leverage I have to finding the oh, way Oh, so you're out. not trying to murder her. You're trying to like tackle her. Yeah, I'm trying to just okay. take her down. Uh, so go ahead and roll an intelligence check. She's 80, by the way, so like tackling hers as much as killing her. <laughs> One point of I'll take that chance. Uh, no, I got an eight. Okay, uh, I'm gonna make you roll with disadvantage. You get one chance to tackle her. You can use dex oh, can or roll. strength. Uh, it doesn't matter. They're both the same. Uh, uh, 12. A 12? Yeah. You do not grab hold of her. Like, as you try to tackle her, you definitely catch hold of, like, the edge of her dress, but you don't actually get a firm grip on her. So now you're feeling around. What are the rest of you doing? It's very dark in here. It's not pitch dark. There's some windows high up. They're letting in a little bit of lightning flashes, but it's dark. Well, the wind stops, by the way. Apparently a 20 doesn't hit this dude, so... uh, Moment of panic. It did hit him, and And he turned to smoke. And then try to relight the torch. Okay. All right, so you guys light your torches. Okay, yeah, relight, relight my torch. All right, so now you're in the room I just described. The food is still here. Frau Bluka is gone. He's over here. Uh, Strahd is gone. He's over here. Okay, I'm going to roll perception on the food to make sure it's not poisoned. Okay, so you like, it smells good. Smells good? It looks good. It smells good. Mm. Everything seems good. And it's not poisoned? Well, you can't tell. Do you, do you eat some? Do you drink some? Mm. I'm gonna go check I'm not out. Taking that risk first. Let's see if the crossbow bolt went. Yeah. Hit anything behind far. him. Okay, so it did. You can see where the crossbow bolt skittered off of the organ, mm-hmm. and it broke one of the mirrors. Remember, I, I mentioned there were mirrors on both sides of the organ. Mm. Right. It went up and it broke one of the mirrors, and you can see the mirror is not like, like there's no wall there. There's a space behind that mirror that it broke. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Is there anything in that space? You'd have to climb up in the org- on the organ itself to look through the space. I'll climb that. Okay. Okay, the two of you guys are climbing up on the organ. I'll break the other one. the table first. I'm going to grab some fruit. Okay. What do you grab? An apple? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's delicious. Oh, do you, wait. You said you grab it. Do you eat it? Yes. It's delicious. You lose 25,000 hit points. <laughs> are you alive? <laughs> So there is a secret room on the other side. Uh, there are arrow slits along the far wall. 
that look out into the courtyard that you saw from the other side. So this is like a defense hallway that goes around the exterior of the castle. Okay, I'm going to break and check the other mirror. Is it the same thing? Yes, it leads to the same area. Okay. But there's nothing else in this room, just arrow slits. There is a hallway that leads out of this room that you can see. Oh. So to the left, as you're facing the organ, there's a hallway that leads out of that room beyond. Yeah, sure. Let's check that out. You, so you're going to try to, like, the space where the mirrors were is not very big to try to, like, squeeze through. Well, I'm going to take my long sword and clear it of all the glass and scrape it out, and then I'm mm. going to try to climb through. Yeah, what's your stamina? Uh, I have a 14 in stamina. You're a little too beefy to squeeze through there. Well, maybe if you make an agility what check, you can. Algernon? Algernon can slip right through. I mean, yeah. no problem. Okay. I have seven on my agility? Yeah, you get, you get stuck. Mm. Okay, so so we're splitting the party. Algernon. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't like that. To check it. You're in K11. The party. The uh, castle courtyard is visible through arrow slits in the north and west walls. Leaning against the walls are mirrors of various sizes, some as tall as a man, others small enough to fit in a backpack. So this is a defensive room, but somebody's brought like a dozen mirrors in here of different sizes and descriptions. And then there's a hallway to your left that leads out. You go down there? Look around? By, your, by yourself? Wait for backup. Oh, Algernon was just scouting the area. He wasn't like going yeah. okay. full in. Okay. He was just, uh, like, can I... So he just relays that to everybody. Okay. Can I pull myself out of being stuck? Yes. Great. Okay. Um, does a twelve is a twelve small enough? Uh, who is it? Uh, Van Richten. Oh yeah, Van Richten can probably get through there. He's an older guy. All right, great. He's but Robovich bit... and Johan can. Okay, that makes probably sense. not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Wait, so... wait, wait. Before, before we start splitting up the whole party, guys, talk about what you want to do. Okay, here's my thoughts. We're trapped in here, or somewhat, there's only one way out. I want to make sure that we there's, there's nothing there's sneaking up on me. Either There's doorways in I this room. We, we should probably go through a doorway. There no, there's only one door that goes into this room. The one we came in. Yeah, yeah. okay, here's, here's my thoughts. So we can go back into that. Yeah, I, I agree. But I want to make sure nothing is coming okay. up behind us as we're trying to do that. So I want to clear out this room. This room behind us. The room with all the arrows. I want to make sure that that's empty so that nothing can be sneaking up on us. The problem is not everybody can get in there. That's true, but it, it, it doesn't take all of us. We'll be fine. <laughs> I don't vote for this. Okay, what do you suggest? We go back out the way we came. Okay. Back to right. the front entry hall Just and go in. into the big double bronze door, which I believe is a throne room. Okay, that puts you in area K9. I, so there's a hallway that leads straight ahead that goes to a spiral staircase. Yeah. Or you turn left and you go to the room where you first met Frau Blucher, which has two big exits out of it. A huge staircase that was originally on your left and a big set of bronze double doors that was originally straight ahead of you. Well, we're trying to go up. I'm thinking bronze doors first. Okay. I agree. Okay, which one looks, you said there's a big, is the big bronze door the one that's forward? Yes. Yes, when you first came in, right. you turned right. There was a set of big bronze doors ahead of you. And then there was other doors... But were they as big or were they small? There weren't other doors. No, there was the hallway. This is the well, hallway. That, yeah, there were other doors that led in here. Okay, yeah. Right? Okay. So that that main, the area where you met Flaubrucker had three exits. One leads here, and there's a side hallway that you could go down okay. that has stairs. The other is the big bronze doors, and the other is the big steps. So you guys are okay, going to go to the big steps. bronze doors I'm in, saying go to, in I'm area saying K9, go to K8. Yeah. That leads to K14. No. Is that K for castle? Yes. No. And what's interesting is... They kept this numbering system through five editions of Dungeons and Dragons. Like these are, are labeled the same way they were in 1983. This grand hall is choked with dust and stretches into darkness ahead. Webs hang from the arched ceiling like drapes and life-size statues of knights line the hallway on both sides, their eyes seeming to watch you. So what you have is a very long hallway, so long that your torches don't reach the other end. You don't see doors or anything else. You see, you see mm. statues of knights, not suits of armor. I smell you see statues of knights Animated armor? and darkness in the distance. No, they're statues. They're not, it's not actual armor. I mean, they could, yeah, they're, could statues right. could come to life too, but I'm just saying it's not animated armor. Let's, this mean, is a, and this would be a hallway that he does not seem to traverse. So well, I mean, how would he know who he, how he traverses seems... at this point if he can turn to smoke? It's true. Mm. He just wish himself to wherever. Well... We don't really have too so much. So you're saying there's dust and stuff all over the floor, right? Or whatever? Debris? 
Wait. Nightbree. Hey. Uh, it's choked with dust and stretches in darkness ahead. So, yeah, there's webs all over the ceiling. There might, you know, people might come through here occasionally. It's not that uniform. Okay. We don't see any, like, footprints, like, in the no. dust. Should be Very dusty, though. Um, okay, uh, head Maybe on traps. down. Okay. Who's going to check for traps? I'm going to check for traps. I can't even see in the dark. Okay. I sure as heck can't check for traps. Okay. I like the All right. fire. You guys get about halfway down. Everybody roll an intelligence check for one of their characters. Roll a d20 19. and... 16. Okay, so Jason and Luke's character... You guys notice among all these webs on the left-hand wall about halfway down, you're just where you can start to see the doors at the other end of the hall, you see these two, like, cocoons okay. that look big enough to have people in them. Giant spiders. What do you do? Like, they have a vaguely humanoid outline. Mm, what do you I'm do? I'm seriously considering burning the webs. Would I mean, is there... Are they moving... Is there anything that I see around? Like, how far up in the ceiling can I see? Well, the ceiling is kind of shrouded in, in webs and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, like, yeah, there could be something bad on the ceiling. You might not be able to see it. Um, are there webs that come down to here? How far up are the cocoons? They're about, they're about five feet off the ground. They're pretty close to the, to the, to the ground level. Uh, I point him out to the rest of the party and say, hey, maybe we should cut some people down. There might be people in them. Yeah, I'm going to watch the ceiling. Keep a close we eye. We also should okay. be wary of whatever That's put them in this to begin with. Yes. Yeah. All right. You guys cut the, uh, cut the ropes or cut the, the cocoons open. And there's two of your fellow villagers hey. from the previous expedition that came up here a week and a half ago. Yay. Jason. I wonder who will get them. I wonder. Jason. I feel like I should take the ones that say Carl on them. Just, to, just because I hate Carl. Pick two characters. I didn't take both your characters. Who did they rescue? Who did you rescue? Uh, Nuri and Ichabod. Ichabod? Ichabod. And what's the other guy's name? Yuri? Yuri, Nuri, Nuri? Nuri. Nuri. Nuri and Ichabod. And yep. what are their professions? Uh, one is a farmer and one is a merchant. Okay. So you guys cut these things open and there are two. Yes. Does, does, does he have his sheep with him? Yeah. Does Ichabod have his no. sheep? Okay. No. That's is there fair. a smaller one? <laughs> No, no, no. That becomes the new quest for the whole rest of the group. Ichabod's like, but find, have we found my sheep yet? Find sheep. <laughs> okay, so you guys cut these things open, and sure enough, it's two of the young Barovian villagers who went with the previous group, and you're like, oh, we're so glad you're alive. And he's like, I'm not that old. You want your sheep? I think I saw some. I'm not that young. Yeah, there are sheep minis, but you don't have the sheep right now. I'm 35. <laughs> That's so old. I'm sorry, what? I'm 37, so I'm not exactly old. I, I can't just call you man. You, <laughs> you can call me Dennis. Yeah. Okay. She yes. talks like this. Yes, keep going in the hallway. I regret. I didn't know that we wouldn't get to choose our own characters. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it would be random. Don't yeah, get attached, really man. Don't get attached. Don't get attached. They're going to die first. You guys open the doors at the end of the hallway? Um, yes. Yeah. Dim colored light filters through tall, broken, and boarded up windows of stained glass, illuminating the ancient chapel of Ravenloft. A few bats flutter about near the top of the 90-foot-high domed ceiling. A balcony runs the length of the west wall, 50 feet above the floor. In the center of the balcony, two dark shapes are slumped in tall chairs. Benches, coated with centuries of dust, lie about the floor in jumbled disarray. Beyond this debris, lit by a piercing shaft of light, an altar stands upon a stone platform. The sides of the altar are carved with bas-relief of angelic figures entwined with grapevines. The light from above falls directly on a silver statue. A cloak figure is draped over the altar, and a black mace lies on the floor near its feet. Someone pick up the mace! Okay. 
Algernon goes to grab the mace. Okay, can you just hold on one? Clubs the guy. <laughs> Clubs the hooded figure immediately. <laughs> All right. So somebody is slumped over the altar. So there's this ray of light that from the broken window that just lands on this, this figure on the altar. I just sent you guys a picture of this statue on the altar. Yes. And then you just walked, as you walk into the room, you walk under this balcony. And as you look back up onto the balcony, you see these two chairs, like where, where the Lord and Lady would sit during services, right? And it looks like there's somebody in those chairs not moving. Okay? On the left and right, on the same wall that you came in from, are two doorways. Those are the only other exits out of this room. What do you do? Algernon attempts to club the, the hooded figure. Okay, so you go running across the, across the uh, silent chapel, go running up there and club this dead body, and it flumps on the ground. And then he grabs the mace. Okay, you have a mace. Yay. Is, uh, What's the damage? <laughs> um. You are not proficient with a mace, so you will have to roll a, right? So you'll have to roll a d6 to attack, or a d16 to attack with it. Uh, Are you attacking right now? No. Okay. I'm just saying you're not proficient with it. So you you don't, you're not as good with it as you would be with a club. Okay. Um, What what else do you guys, well, I'm looking up the damage for a mace. What else do you guys do in the chapel? Bodies are approachable. They're, they're on the balcony above you. The balcony above I feel like Arena yes. would still try and shoot one of them. How do we get up to the balcony? I'm going to walk you up there. You can't see a way up to the balcony. Oh. There are no stairs or anything that go up to it. There are two exits out of this room on the same wall as the balcony, but there's not actually a stairway that goes up to the balcony. A mace does a D6. I don't know. Check the body. Of the priest. That's slumped. Yeah. Sure, I'll check the body. It's not slumped no more. I hit it in the face. Oh, now it's just got a caved-in head. It's still slumped. The figure slump on the altar is all that remains of Gustav Herringast, one of the people from your from your village that came up here, you know, to try to destroy Strahd a week and a half ago. Other than the uh, obvious bash in the back of his head, is there anything <laughs> that might reveal how he died? Algernon, they do that while Algernon is looting the body for clothes and... Oh my uh, god! What's he's the He's a de- beggar! He's a beggar! That doesn't mean he's like a ghoulish, heartless... He is all of those things. <laughs> yeah, let's Okay, so wait. are you gonna strip naked and put on this guy's clothes? No. He's not a halfling. Maybe. Yes, he... Oh no, he's just... Looking for things that he can take. Okay, so I was about to say you're gonna. He's he gonna may put, not take his clothes. He's gonna like have his shirt rolled up no, all the way. Like- Gustav's corpse wears a handsome fur-lined black cloak embroidered with golden thread worth two hundred and fifty gold pieces. Ooh, he takes it and nice. a suit of chainmail. He takes. Why would that. we not loot this? I want. I would like that. I'm not yes. saying you shouldn't loot it. It's just his attitude about, I, I'm, I'm not even looking around the room. I'm tearing this guy's clothes off. Yeah, that's what Algernon's doing. He said, sorry for the head bash. Give okay, me great. I take the chain now. Uh, you took, do you, I'll take the 250 GP if you don't want it. I'll take it, sure. While they're arguing over this dead man's possessions, yes. Halfson is going to look out one of those doors to see if there's a staircase that leads up to the balcony. Okay. Uh... None of you are proficient in chain mail, so if a zero level tries to put it on, you're going to be, like, at disadvantage to do everything. Whoever picked up the mace, roll plus your intelligence bonus. Is Who's looking at the altar itself? I'm over there looking at pretty okay, much everything. Okay, roll plus your intelligence bonus. I rolled a three. Albert is, is looking. No okay. Intelligence. I want to find out how he died. His body appears unnaturally desiccated and, like, drained and kind of dried out. Mm. Like... Sucked all the blood out of him. No, like, just, like, aged or something. Like, his skin is, like, rough parchment and his eyes are all sunken. Maybe it was all his blood was sucked out, but you don't see, like, big bite wounds on his neck or anything like that. We're in a place that makes beef jerky, and he Mm. was turned into beef jerky. He he is a little beef jerky-ish. I'm going to slit his wrist to see if he's got any blood left. Okay. Uh, he does. Okay. Wait a second. You were wrong when he was taking his clothes, but he's over there just stabbing he's the corpse. Trying to, he's I'm, trying to figure out what happened to this guy. Would have there not have been blood when I bludgeoned him in the back of the head? <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
but he's also checking to see if his okay. body's drained of blood. So maybe he wasn't, he was drained by something else? Like not having his blood sucked, maybe like some other kind of unnatural force. Let's ask. You mean other than the guy who can turn into smoke at the whim? All right, Sully. So here's what happens. Close every door in a castle. You're looking through the two doors. I'm I'm looking through the door to see if the stairs go up, yes. I'm going to describe to you what you see when you look through each of the doors. The north door. This arched room connects to a vast chamber to the east. That's what you're standing in. And a staircase that rises to the west. Alcoves in the north and south wall hold eight-foot-tall sculptures of helmeted knights with muscular builds. Black shadows fall across their faces. So basically, there's a little chamber with two big statues, and then there's a staircase that rises, a staircase up. That's in the north chapel. South chapel. This arch room connects to a vast chamber to the east and a landing of a staircase to the west. To the left of the landing, the stairs curl down into darkness. To the right, the stairs climb up, into thick drapes of cobwebs. Alcoves to the north and south both hold eight-foot-tall sculptures of helmeted knights with bright blades. Black shadows obscure their faces. So there's a spiral staircase on the south through the south door, a big spiral staircase that goes up and down. There's just a regular-sized staircase in the north access that only goes up. Does either of those look like they might be going to the balcony? You think the small staircase that just goes up would be the more likely one to go to the balcony? Um, Do you go up there between the two statues? Not alone. (laughs) But I need, I'm going to tell the group. Okay, a group of you troop up there. Check the balcony. Y'all go. I assume we all go. Staircase is made of old wood that strains underfoot, creaking and groaning. A sculpted stone railing encloses this long balcony, which overlooks Ravenloft's chapel. Two ornate thrones stand side by side in the center of the balcony, covered with dust and strung with cobwebs. The throne face away from the double doors that give access to the balcony. Right? So now you're up there, you're looking at the chapel, and you're looking at the back of the two seats that you thought looked like somebody was sitting in. What do you do? Thrones? Um, Yes, they are kind of like thrones, yes. Mm I'm going to approach one of them. Sword drawn. Okay. Uh, Roll for initiative. Oh. Now, this is going to be a situation where not everybody can squeeze up there and fight at the same time, okay? No. As you lean forward, you see two zombies sitting in the chairs. Jason, your character that's in there sees this thing start to lunge towards towards him, and the thing in the other chair, like, stands up and starts to turn around towards her. No, towards Sully's character, oh. right? Because he, he's peeking between the chairs. What do you do? Uh, I, as Nuri, the right. famed merchant, mm-hmm. stab it in its ghoulish okay. neck. Okay, so so it, this, you're going to get this one's kind of getting up out yes. of the chair? Yeah. Okay. Stab it in its neck with my dagger. Okay, so you miss. Uh, Michael. Oh, find disabled traps. Um, the one is lunging. lunging. Yeah. Yeah, the one that's lunging at you, sure. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15. 15 hits. Um, four. It's hurt, but it's still moving. Yeah. Luke, what does your character do? Great. Uh, both of mine are going to attack this one. Okay. He's going to attack. He's at a plus two. Does a 20 hit? Yes. Three points of damage. Is he still up? Yes. Okay. Uh, my second is going to attack. Does a 11 hit? No. Okay. My turn. Yeah. Um, he was lunging so, at you. So this one attacks you. Nuri fins it off with her dagger. Probably not. Uh, 18? That doesn't hit. Miss. He says that's a miss. Clearly she is. Three points of damage? Uh, yeah, she's dead. She's down? Three points of damage. Uh, hey, Jason. I'm just running through. All right. Uh, the other one is, is still attacking you. Uh, Michael, oh yeah, nineteen hits. It's a miss. It's a hard miss. <laughs> One point of damage. No. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> You're still up, Carl. Oh, you don't have anybody in the fight, Jason. I don't have anyone in the fight. Oh. Okay, well, okay. Are any of your characters going to come into the room? Uh, yeah, I was going to, but then he skipped. Okay, go go. <laughs> Please okay, help. So she walks into the door and then she attempts to shoot. Okay. That one. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, nice hit. He's still up, but he's badly hurt. Jason, are you, your character's going to run in? He's badly hurt. That's his first damage. No, they've both been hurt, haven't they? No. Did, you, did Nuri miss? I never hit. Nuri never hit. Okay. All that damage was to the first one between those two. Yep. Okay. Jason, Jason does one of your characters come running in? Sure, Ichabod runs in. So no. this one is, is down to one hit point, and this one has a few left. Runs in, no, Nuri, and then tries to stab him with a pitchfork from afar. Oh, nice. Pitchfork from a, no. Okay. Uh, Mike. Wow, that's a, that's a crazy idea. What's your crazy idea? Tackle and go over the ledge. You no. can't talk that quiet because we can't hear you. I thought a crazy idea would be to tackle it and go over the ledge. That's going to kill your character. It's going to kill my character anyway. I have one hit point left. Okay, Smart maybe. pants. So does it. Hit it. Uh, 16. 16 hits. That's the one with one hit point. Uh, nine. All right. See? You didn't have Luke. to die. Great. Both of mine are just going to attack. Okay. okay. Uh, he's at a plus sit, sit down so we can hear you in the mic. He's at a plus two. That is a 10. 10 misses. That is a 11. 11 misses. Okay. My turn. Luke, which, who's this? That is the NPC. That's Von Richten? Hey, yep. hey. My bad. Uh, does a 13 hit Von Richten? No. Seriously? It yes, does. it is. Yes, it is. Everything, yeah, you roll over a 10, you hit. Yeah. Two points of damage. Ooh, he's not looking too good. Oh, no, not Van Richten, please, Luke. Carl. Uh, I just slightly move here and then shoot another. You're going to need to spend around reloading. It's a crossbow. Oh, that's fine. Okay. I do nothing. Michael. You um, reload. Michael or Jason? Jason. Oh, sorry. Jason sorry. tackles it and knocks it off the bed. I'm going to do the Sully. Oh, gosh. Sully. I'm pulling the Sully. Okay. I'm going to tackle it. No! Just try and like... Shove. I think he just doesn't like funnels. I think this is a great No, idea. I'm going to shove it off with He's a pitchfork. Pitch oh, you're not going to throw yourself... Oh! He's using the pitchfork for the purpose of a pitchfork. He's going <laughs> to... Try to pitch it. it. And pitch it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am in love with this move. I, I love say. it. I love this. I mean, just an attack roll. Oh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do an attack roll. Okay. If you hit, we're going to do a opposed strength checks. That's a good call. And if you that's succeed, he goes over. That's a fair call. And that's a hit. That's a 16 on the die. Okay, that's a hit. Uh, I'm at plus zero on my strength. Hey, so am I. I got a two. I got yes, a I got with a 19. Over you go. You run straight at him. You hit him with the pitchfork. You just keep running. You get him to the edge. You lift a little bit. And he goes over. Brains. Blam. Hits the ground in the chapel. This was for Nuri. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, we are going to call it a night right there for now. But join us next time for the conclusion of the funnel on Mighty Deeds. Mighty Deeds. You've been listening to Mighty Deeds, a production of the Murfreesboro Murder Hobo Old School Gaming Association. We're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics from Goodman Games, with additional rules from Tales from the Fallen Empire by James Capio and Transylvanian Adventures from Scott Mathis. Our current campaign is set in Fritz Lieber's World of Nawak. Tonight's adventure is inspired by the original Ravenloft module, written by Tracy and Laura Hickman and published by TSR Hobbies in 1983. Additional inspiration comes from Doom of the Savage Kings by Harley Stroh and Curse of Strahd by Wizards of the Coast. Original music for Mighty Deeds is provided by yours truly and by Joey Hodge. Check out more of his music at joeyhodge.com. If you like what you're hearing, please spread the word about the podcast on social media and rate and review us on iTunes. And join us next time for more Mighty Deeds. There are two 20s on this die. Uh-oh. You cheater? Are you serious? Yeah, there are two 20s. Look at it. They're 
are two twenties, you cheating dog. You, you gave me that you gave die. First of all, he's never hit a twenty on that dog. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, I did he? One. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think I hit one. There's no not one. I forgot time. that I had these cheater dice. Oh sure. my gosh! You gave I me a cheat die. Do you he understand? Gave me loaded dice. <laughs> you. Oh, this it's beautiful. You're wow. not supposed to tell anybody. You're my favorite. You're my son. He totally I, said. I gave you the loaded dice. Yeah, for twenty. At one point, in fact, it was the headbutt. The headbutt. That's to right. The, the headbutt to the vampire thing was a yeah. natural twenty. Yeah. Was it okay, a it's, it's was called it a nepotism. Nat- He's my son. <laughs> I, I, had, I did not know this. <laughs> was it a you were supposed to be so man. clever that you looked at it long. If uh, this is cut from the podcast, I'm calling foul, and I'm not going to be very happy. Yeah. Okay, so understand. <laughs> you came in. Yes. Jason, I have to f***ing edit this. Could you not make any more work for me? Bing. (laughs)